The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, where spirituality and recovery meet with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D. Now, here's your host, Reverend Anna Schaus. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth and recovery. My name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us today. I'm very glad that you're listening, and uh, it's great to know that what we're doing here on Spirit of Recovery is touching your heart, opening your mind, and making a difference for you in your recovery walk. And I want to thank you also for uh, liking our Spirit of Recovery Facebook page, for sharing that, sharing what's going on, for posting, and thank you for your emails that are letting me know what's happening for you and your spirituality and recovery walk. That's great to get that and find out what's happening in your world. Every week here on Spirit of Recovery, we talk about topics that are important to the recovery community with guests who are down-to-earth, knowledgeable, and innovative, people who are either in recovery themselves or who work with or write for recovering people. And uh, my guests are always bringing you practical information that you can use, and we're having lively discussions that gets you thinking. You know, you can listen to Spirit of Recovery in a variety of ways. You can, of course, listen live via your smartphone, via your computer, your tablet. You can also go to Stitcher.com and download their app and search for Spirit of Recovery. Also now, if you have an Alexa-enabled device, you can use that and uh, ask it to play Unity Online Radio and uh, and you can on TuneIn and you can find Spirit of Recovery there. Also, you can listen at your own uh, leisure. We've got lots and lots of great podcasts. Just go to unityonlineradio.org slash program slash spirit of recovery and you can uh, listen as you choose. Also, you can find spirit of recovery on iTunes. I want you to know, too, that if you enjoy what's happening on Spirit of Recovery and the other great programs on UnityOnlineRadio.org, you can support this nonprofit venture uh, called UnityOnlineRadio.org financially. If you'd like to, you can give a one-time or an ongoing donation. Simply text Unity Radio. 272727 from your smartphone and uh, any financial support that you give is greatly appreciated and it helps us stay on the air. 
I want you to know that Spirit of Recovery is a welcoming place. If you're a person that's in recovery from any kind of an addiction or if you're the family member or friend of somebody that's got the disease of addiction, you are welcome here. And uh, we're just very glad that you're here. Perhaps you're curious also about uh, just the process of recovery, what that's all about. We're glad you're here. We're happy for um, you to give a comment or question via uh, the phone lines or via um, email. We're just glad to hear from you, and you certainly can participate if you have a comment or question for my guest of the day. I want you to also know that family members and friends have also recovery uh, resources available to them as family members and friends. So um, there are all kinds of support groups, 12-step programs, therapies, all kinds of things for people both with a, with a substance or process, meaning a behavioral addiction, and also for family members and friends as family members and friends. So it's important to know there truly there's support for everybody. So um, I want you to um, know also that um, uh, that we're again we're just glad you're listening. Whatever your interest is here in Spirit of Recovery and what we're doing. Again, my name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your Spirit of Recovery host. I'm a Unity minister and an addictions counselor. Also, I'm a person who has in my own circle of love and friendship many people that have the disease of addiction, and 35 years ago, those relationships got me started on an active path of personal growth and spiritual development, and ever since then, my walk has been an integration of unity and recovery principles, and that keeps transforming my life, and it keeps me growing, and I am very grateful for that. So, I'm delighted to have the opportunity to share these ideas with you to bring you great guests and to hear what you're experiencing in your recovery and spirituality walk. Today, we're in for a wonderful treat. Our topic is gratitude and grace, and my guest is Melinda Wood Allen. And we're going to be talking today about gratitude and why that is such a powerful spiritual practice that opens our awareness to the awesome abundance of goodness that's in us and all around us, and how gratitude makes room for spirit's action in our lives, and and that it creates a lot of space for grace. And we'll be talking today about, there's a lot of ways to think about what grace is, and uh my guest, Melinda Wood Allen, is going to be sharing with us about that today. And, and part of what we'll be talking about as well is, is, is part of this topic is abundance. Because, you know, one thing that uh, recovery brings to us is the opportunity to live in abundance instead of living in lack and being miserable and stingy. So we're going to talk about that today, too. <laughs> Speaking from my own experience, I guess. Anyway, so um, let me tell you a little bit about my guest. It's uh, She's actually Reverend Melinda Wood Allen, and um, she is going to be sharing with us today her life-changing experiences with gratitude and grace and abundance. And she's also going to be sharing with us her powerful original music. Um, Melinda is an experienced spiritual speaker, teacher, workshop facilitator and award-winning singer and songwriter. She has uh, over 29 years' experience in New Thought Ministries. She's been the um, music director in a Unity Church in Fort Worth, Texas, and she uh, has traveled all around and, and sharing her music and her uh, inspiration with us. Melinda combines her knowledge and experience of Unity principles and her love of music to present moving programs that can be life-changing. She does speak in Unity 
community churches in um, Centers for Spiritual Living, which are religious science, uh, a sister New Thought community, and she speaks in community centers as well as in prisons and to addiction recovery groups. And uh, Melinda completed her ministerial studies at One Spirit Interfaith Seminary this summer, and she was ordained in June of 2016, and she is indeed Reverend Melinda Wood Allen. And um, so we're very uh, want to congratulate her for that on her ordination, and also encourage you. you to learn more about her at Melinda Wood Allen A L L E N dot com. So welcome, Reverend Melinda. We're glad you're here. Thanks, Reverend Anna. I appreciate, I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here again. Yeah, yeah. You've been a guest before, and you've spoken here at at uh, in Austin at Unity of Austin at the Church where I'm the minister. So, yeah, I know you've got lots and lots of good stuff to share with us. So, welcome, welcome. Thank welcome. you very much. I'm excited. Yeah, good. So, I know that one of your um, really topics that really touches you, uh, Melinda, is the the concept of gratitude. Why? Why is that such a big deal? You know, um, I I had a crisis um, twenty thirty years ago. It was about the time I was I was new in Unity. I was a single mother. I was in an abusive marriage. had left in had left a home where I had a, an alcoholic father and was abused, and and then married into an abusive marriage, and just really at my wit's end, had had a really close relationship with um, with God when I was a young um, person. But at this time in my life, I just, um, I had lost it. I remember hearing people say, um, oh, I've forgotten how to pray. And I remember as a kid thinking, how can you forget how to pray? You just talk. But at this point in my life, I really felt that. I didn't even know what to say to God. And a good friend said, saw my my fear and my pain and my confusion and my loneliness and said, you know, Melinda, God already knows everything that is wrong in your life. Why don't you start by thanking him for what is right in your life? And as as far down the, uh, the, the pole as I felt at that time, I took her advice and I just started giving thanks. And I ended up staying up all night that night just giving thanks. And the next morning I was still giving thanks and I hadn't run out of things to be thankful for, even though in my opinion at the time my life was completely, you know, in the in the gutter in some ways, but still had so much to be thankful for. And that was a transformative experience for me. From that experience, I got the clarity to do what I needed to do to get my daughter and myself out of um, an abusive situation. I got um, the strength and the somehow saying out loud what it was that I had been given already by God helped me to know that um, that my needs were going to be met and that I could do what I needed to do based upon what I thought was best for me and my daughter and not be afraid because I had always been cared for. So, so really gratitude is the av- is the evidence. It's, it's just the evidence that you've received grace. The fact that you can be grateful is evidence that you've been given something. And, um, and to, to express gratitude keeps 
me anyway, in that awareness of how much I am blessed in every moment. That's beautiful. It's like, like you say, it sets up this foundation almost like so your whole worldview gets turned around instead of looking at, oh, I'm scared and there's not going to be enough for me. It's like it shifts everything. Absolutely. I, I really believe that it does. And, and um, you know, to, the, the phrase is to give thanks. And I, and I love that because it actually is giving something. It's giving something back for what you've been given, even, even though maybe the thing you're giving back is just acknowledgement and recognition. And, uh, you know, that's just that feeling and expression of gratitude. And it's, then it becomes, uh, I think, like a, a cycle of good and then thanks for good and then more good and then more thanks and then more good. And you can just keep on that wheel as long as you're willing to continue to look for what there is to be grateful for has been my experience. Absolutely. You have a song that you've written and perform uh, called I Give My Thanks. Would you share that with us and then we can hear it. You've, uh, we've got, we can play that today. How did you come to write this and how does it fit into what Um, you're telling us? I was actually um, on the plane on my way home from Unity Village, and I had just been at a um, at a conference where I'd been able to help a lot of music directors. Um, I, I teach workshops there, and it just is so it gladdens my heart to be in community with people who are all working to make the world a better place, to make themselves better people, to serve the world, the community, their church communities, their friends, their family. And I was so filled with joy that these words were just pulsing within me on the whole plane ride home. I am so thankful for every blessed moment and I live in gratitude. My heart is open, my spirit is rejoicing, and I live in gratitude. And uh, I just kept thinking, that's got to be a song. So when I got home, I wrote a melody. Great. All right. Well, I think we're going to hear it, right? Okay. I hope so. Here we go. What's the name? And I live in gratitude My heart is open My spirit is rejoicing And I live in gratitude I give my thanks to God I give my thanks to God I give my thanks to God I give my thanks
That was my guest, Melinda Wood Allen, with her original music, I Give My Thanks. And she wrote that, and she is performing it. So that's beautiful, Melinda. Um, and that's on, I believe, obviously on a CD of yours. Which CD is that on? Yes, it's on my All is Grace CD. All is Grace. All right. That sounds good. Now, you know, uh, in recovery, especially uh, as people that are recovering family members, sometimes what we hear is that, you know, uh, after a while anyway, we say, boy, I'm really grateful for those people in my life that have the disease of addiction. And some people think, well, you are nuts to say that. <laughs> But you've got a story about that. What's your story? Well, I was sitting in a in a gratitude meeting, and it always kind of kills me when I'm in a meeting when, and people say, "Oh, it's a gratitude meeting," because I love them. <laughs> I think they're fabulous. Um, and I shared that I actually had reached the point in my recovery where I was grateful for all of the people in my life, my loved ones who had addictions. I wasn't I wasn't grateful that they were ill, but I was grateful that I, that because of them, I had been led to a place that I felt, I feel like I needed no matter what. Um, recovery is just a good, a good thing for, I think, just about anybody to be in, but I certainly needed it because I had these tendencies toward control and, um, you know, perfectionism. And those are things I needed recovery from. And I would never have found the program that I found if there hadn't been alcoholics and addicts in my life. And so I'm grateful for it. And I shared that in a gratitude meeting. And this man that I didn't really know, he was kind of new coming to the meeting, um, approached me after the meeting and looked me in the face and accused me of being completely crazy for saying something stupid, like I'm grateful for the addicts in my life. And uh, this is probably 15 years later, I ran into him at a Saturday morning meeting recently, and I reminded him of that. And he grinned kind of sheepishly and said, you know what, I'm I'm there now. I get you. I get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, it it is funny. It's like, again, we all rebel against those adversities, but I think in a way, they're like can openers, and I think that's grace. Absolutely. I like that. It's like a can opener. It sure is. It sure is. And, it, you know, I've never, all my, every time in my life that I've thought, this is the end, <laughs> There's now nothing, it's all falling apart and nothing's ever going to be good again, that has actually been the beginning of a period of, of great growth that led me to a place of more profound joy and more profound freedom. Mm-hmm. Really, what every you, time. Right. What do you think that is? I mean, it's true. That's a phenomenon. I think. I think a lot of people, maybe everybody, experiences that. What is that when it feels like you're at the end, but then it like, oh, good grief! You know, why do you feel? Why do you think that is that people feel like, oh, I'm at the end. This is just terrible. It's never going to get any better. Whatever. And then, but then it. You just burst into this new thing. What's that feeling of it's the end? You know, I think um, we we doubt ourselves and we doubt our higher power. It's and so when we reach a point where our feelings tell us this is this pain is so bad I can't stand it. What we feel is I could die from this pain. Mm. But what we find is 
we keep going and we make it through to the other side and we have to dig and find resources within ourselves and we have to reach out and ask for help in order to get to that next place. And once we reach in deeply and reach out um, to others, to to programs, to um, our higher power, to systems, we now have so many more tools and and a newfound confidence that uh, just the confidence of survival, the confidence of I was brought through that. I know that I dug deep within myself and I found I found things in my character that I didn't know were there, but I also know that what I couldn't do for myself, a higher power came in and did for me. And that having that knowledge about yourself is invaluable and helps you face the next trial in a different way and helps you approach life with more bravery and more freedom to risk. Mm-hmm. I am wondering... If you have a song that would relate to that, I'm guessing you would, that we could listen to. You know, I have a couple. Um, I'm thinking, I have a song called um, Living from the Inside Out. All right. um, That's that's, kind of about digging down, that, that trying to get your needs met from reaching laterally into the outside, into the physical world doesn't really serve, but reaching deep down into who we are is what serves us and brings us to a better place. All right. So we're going to hear that by my guest, Melinda Wood Allen, living from the inside out. Here we go. The only way to happiness without a doubt Sounds so simple but it's all about Living from the inside out Oh, living from the inside out I'm tooling around in my brand new car Smiling and nibbling on a chocolate bar Then a traffic jam puts me in a spin Suddenly I'm outside in How come every time I'm feeling fine Something outside messes up my mind My life ain't working when I scream and shout Gotta live it from the inside out I wanna be living from the inside out The only way to happiness without a doubt Sounds so simple but it's all about Living from the inside out Oh, living from the inside out You thought you'd be content with your ideal job your trophy wife and your well-trained dog You're tripping on the trappings of your new success But does it bring you happiness? Glued to the screen of your big TV They're selling you the answers in the ads you see When you get your new whatever you'll be happy then Living from the outside in I wanna be living from the inside out Only way to happiness without a doubt Sounds so simple but it's all about Living from the inside out You can run from your troubles near and far 
The only way to happiness without a doubt Sounds so simple but it's all about Living from the inside out I wanna be living from the inside out The only way to happiness without a doubt Sounds so simple but it's all about Living from the inside out It sounds so simple but it's all about Living from the inside out Oh, living from the inside out All right, and that was my guest, Melinda Wood Allen. That was her original music uh, written and performed by her, um, and it is Living from the Inside Out. And what CD is that from, Melinda? That's on the Empower Healing CD called Infinite Surface of the Heart. All right, Infinite Surface of the Heart. Hmm, Go ahead. And you can get that at empowermusicandarts.com. All right. E-M-P-O-W-E-R, Empower Music. And that's a basically a unity and new thought um, collection of a lot of artists, isn't it, Empower Music? Absolutely. Yes, it is. And that song, by the way, was co-written with Freebo. Oh, great. All right. That's great. Yeah, so I always want to let people know that there are, are many resources of positive music and Empower Arts is per sure one of them, and you and many other great uh, new thought artists are, are um, can be found on there. Your your CDs and information, so that's great. Tell us briefly how you came to write that. What was the catalyst for um, living from the inside out? You know, I had um, it was just a phrase that I had been carrying around with me for a long time, just. Every just as a spiritual practice, when I would get frustrated or upset, you know, because I started to notice I'd be oh having a great day, and then I get in in traffic, and suddenly my whole day is ruined. I'm like, okay, now what's that about? <laughs> um, that that it, I, I realized it was a mark of spiritual maturity to to not be so affected by what was going on outside of myself, and I wanted that. I wanted to I wanted to have that. And so I, I really used it as a spiritual practice and found how, um, how fascinating it was that when I would start to feel frustration from what's going on at the outside, um, you know, whether it's people or situations or work or it's traffic or it's the weather, so many things um, that I don't have any control over. So there's, there's, it's really a step one, two, three song, basically. Um, the things I don't have control over, it's a, or it's a serenity prayer song. I don't have, I can't change those things. And so what I can do is have serenity from the inside to let me live with those things and not, you know, not lose my head, not lose my serenity over stupid stuff. And so um, I had been sort of carrying that phrase around with me, and I was at a writer's retreat and writing with Freebo, and I made the suggestion. I said, how about a song called Living from the Inside Out? And we just took off running. We wrote that sucker in about 45 minutes. It was a great, it was a great experience, too, writing with him. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Very neat. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a break now. Um our topic today is gratitude and grace, and we're focusing on that, how, why gratitude is such an important spiritual practice and how it brings us into abundance in our lives and so many levels. My guest is Reverend Melinda Wood Allen, and she is sharing with us her experience 
experiences uh, with Gratitude and Grace. And Reverend Melinda is uh, an award-winning singer and songwriter with over 29 years in New Thought Ministries. She was ordained this summer uh, as a graduate of One Spirit Interfaith Seminary, and she serves as a speaker and inspirer in Unity and um, Center for Spiritual Living Churches, Community Centers, Prisons, and Addiction Recovery Groups. We're really glad that she's with us today. You can learn more about her and find her music at www.melindawoodallen.com. So stay with us. We'll be right back on Spirit of Recovery. Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. Do you ask with childlike wonder, what is the nature of God? Who is Jesus? What is the Christ? How do we know what we know? When you ask these or other heart-centered questions about the non-physical, intangible aspects of life, you are, on some level, a student of metaphysics. New from Unity House and nearly five years in the making, Heart-Centered Metaphysics, a deeper look at Unity teachings is now available. This is Paul Hasselbeck, author of this quintessential study guide. Enjoy a deeper exploration of universal spiritual principles and truths, whether you are just starting or have been seeking for years. Each thought-provoking chapter of Heart-Centered Metaphysics speaks to truth-seekers like you providing essential tools to help elevate your consciousness and create spiritual transformations in your outer life and circumstances. Order your copy today from the Unity Online Store at www.unity.org. Then click on Shop. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. listening to Spirit of Recovery with Reverend Anna Schaus and her guest. If you have a question or comment or experience with today's topic that you'd like to share, call us now at 888-55-UNITY. That's 888-558-6489. Call now 
or email us at spiritofrecovery at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. My name is Anna Schaus, and if you're just joining us, our topic today is Gratitude and Grace, and my guest is Reverend Melinda Wood Allen. She is a an award-winning uh, singer and songwriter. She's also an ordained New Thought minister, and she serves in uh, Unity and uh, other New Thought churches, uh, Center for Spiritual Living. She speaks at prisons, recovery programs, and community centers, and uh, continues to produce wonderful music, write, and perform, and uh, she's just a, a delight, and we're really glad she's here with us today. She's been a guest before here on Spirit of Recovery, and always brings a lot of light. You can learn more about her and her work and her music at her website, www.melindawoodallen.com. Before I get back to my conversation with Melinda, I invite you to join me for a brief moment of relaxation, of uh, prayer and meditation as you understand it in the Serenity Minute. It's an opportunity to make conscious contact with your higher power. And uh, so I invite you to do that. Just take a moment to relax, to be aware of your breath as it comes in and goes out, to feel relaxation moving from the crown of your head all the way through your body temple. Allow your heart and your mind to relax and to simply open and be receptive to the goodness that's within you. And I invite you to share this constructive idea with me. I open my heart to all my good. I practice gratitude. I open my heart to all of my abundant good. I practice gratitude. And now let's take a moment in the quiet. friends for joining me in the Serenity Minute, and I trust that that was an opportunity for you to relax, to open your mind and heart, and make that conscious contact with your higher power as you understand your higher power. And now I'm back to my conversation with my guest, Reverend Melinda Wood Allen, and we're talking about gratitude and grace. We're talking about abundance and about living that wonderful inner life that brings us such peace and gratitude. So. Melinda, um, you know, there is a a section in the book, Alcoholics Anonymous, which is the initial book about the that where the twelve steps were first expressed and it's certainly a the the first twelve step program and lots of other programs are modeled on that and, and lots of wonderful ideas in recovery come from that book, Alcoholics Anonymous, otherwise known as the big book. And one of the sections in there is called called the promises and it talks about what happens um after you complete your amends and uh i know one of those promises uh, is really uh one that stands out to you and uh share with us about that one which one it is and why um it talks about uh that the fear of economic insecurity will leave us 
And um, I have just noticed how that has really come true in my in my life in the lives of um, my friends and family members who are who are in recovery. Which doesn't mean that we all get rich. It means that we reach a place where we start to trust that we are being cared for, and that if we do our part in the world, God is always doing. Uh, our higher power is always doing our higher powers part. And um, it's amazing. And there have been times in, in my life of recovery, which has been quite a few years, where I've been a little bit less, where I've had a little less and a little more. But I have not been in fear. And I think that's sort of the the big point. Right now I'm living a life that feels so abundant to me I can just hardly express my gratitude um, beyond my dreams and um, but always whether I had less or I had more there was always this fear that even if it was good this might be the last good I ever get better hold on to it and what I've learned a lot in the recovery program and definitely in unity too is how to um, how to enjoy what's good and then let go of it knowing that that you know yesterday's good doesn't necessarily serve me today and that's just like the manna from heaven it doesn't it, it doesn't keep the next day you have to use it and then you have to release it and there's so many there've been times in my life when i needed to release a job in order to um in order to keep advancing in some either personal or financial or spiritual way and other times that I needed to leave a relationship for those same reasons. And the only way I was able to do that was the fact that I did not have fear that this was the last good I would ever have. And once I know that there is more good for me in the next moment because my higher power loves me all the time, then um, that that fear of economic insecurity leaves, and I live in a flow of abundance, which I believe is activated every every time I say thank you, every time I acknowledge a gift by saying thank you, I place myself in the center of that flow of good. That's powerful, and that's um, in a sense, I think, one way of understanding what grace is. Would you share with us your ideas about grace? Yeah, you know, absolutely. I I grew up in a very fundamentalist church, and I was taught as a child that grace meant unmerited favors. And the connotation I always got was that it was what God gives you even though you don't deserve it. Um, In my new life of recovery and of new thought, I have come to understand grace as the gifts that are freely given that we don't have to earn that are just given out of the nature of God, which is good and is giving and wants to give all the time. And the only thing that blocks our grace, I believe, is our inability to receive. It has nothing to do with whether the grace is being given. I think the grace is always being given. It's always flowing. And when we can use our recovery programs and our spiritual practices to learn how to open our hearts enough and let go of our fears and our our tight tight little 
stingy fists like you were talking about before. Mm-hmm. When we can let go of being so tight, then we can receive that flow of abundance that's always there. When we're, when we're so tightly wound, not only can't we receive it, we can't even see that it's there. And mm-hmm. gratitude is, to me, the way to break, the way to break into that. The moment we become thankful, we, we are admitting that we have seen some good. And when we acknowledge that good, we make a way for more good to flow. You've got a song called, I Made Room for Grace. How did you come to yes. write it? Oh, it's, it's all about getting out of my own way. This is one of my just, um, this is as autobiographical as a song can, <laughs> can possibly get that I'm out of my perfectionism and having to do it right and trying to control all the people all around me and trying to have a plan and make that plan work. My life never worked when I was doing all of that. And when I just quietly stepped aside and said, okay, God, and this is a step 11 thing. This is about, um, uh, about praying only for God's will for us um, and the power to carry that out. This is my translation of it, is opening myself to grace and letting my higher power do my higher power's work rather than my human my human self fighting in my little my little petty plans and battles. Mm-hmm. So let's hear it. I made room for grace by my guest Melinda Wood Allen. I used to think I had to have my own way, could do everything all on my own. Living my life like a one-woman play Feeling confused and alone Still I held on tight to the life that I knew Till it wasn't the life I remembered Finally admitting I hadn't a clue I opened my arms in surrender
It's beautiful. Sorry, I had my microphone turned off. That's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. That was my guest, Melinda Wood Allen, in her original song, I Made Room for Grace. So, um, Melinda, sometimes life can get very difficult, and and people in recovery know that. You know, um, I don't think there's anybody in recovery that's a stranger to uh difficulties and some of them can be pretty harsh so how about that you know where is higher power where's grace where's goodness where's gratitude when things are really really harsh you know when there's some real suffering and real pain happening you know um about five years ago there started a a sort of what i call a domino effect in my life or my my whole house of cards fell down i lost my very suddenly and unexpectedly, my best friend who had been my musical partner for uh, almost 20 years. Um, my mom was diagnosed with dementia. My father died. I lost a, the, the job that I had been passionate about um, for many, many years. I felt very that it was time for me to leave, and yet I still had to grieve. Um, something that I had loved and been passionate about for a long time. And just as my husband was telling me, um, you know, why don't you just focus on your music and don't worry about the job? And, you know, I'm, uh, my business is making enough right now that, that, you can, that you can focus on your music. Then he, he had um, a situation where his business partner came in and said, I want you out of here um, in a company that he had started. So it was just kind of like all of the things I was holding on to um, were gone. You know, my my friend, I, well, I, I can, you can always go home to mom and dad. No, you can't. You know, I, I can't call mom anymore because she's kind of not mom in a way. Um, um, my... I don't have my job, which had which I had allowed to define me in a lot of ways for many years. And now here was my husband, who is usually Mr. Sunshine, who's all depressed himself as we try to figure out what our next step is as far as selling his portion of the business and whether he wanted to retire or whether he wanted to to open a new business or get a job somewhere. We were at sea. <laughs> and the only way I made it through that, and the way that I helped him make it through that was that I got up early every morning, and I wrote a full page of things I was grateful for. That was the only practice that I could find that could keep me out of the hole of depression. And um, and it was what, from that morning practice, I gained strength 
throughout the day to do the things that had to be done to, you know, get my parents' estate settled and their their house cleared out and and sold and their things gone through and helping my husband keep his um keep his chin up while we were working out the details of getting his business valuated and lawyers and all of that kind of stuff um being uh trying to define my myself as a musician without my musical partner all of that stuff came um came from the strength and the this feeling of knowing somehow that divine imagination was much greater than my human imagination and that even though I couldn't see how it was going to work out that that my higher power had it and it was in truth already worked out um and that my job was to stay out of the way and stay grateful and that's what did it for me so i'm i'm sort of the opposite i tend to be i tend to sort of maybe get more forgetful to be grateful when things are going really well and as soon as things start to go downhill it's like a knee jerk for me to go uh oh have you been thankful have you been noticing all of the good that's just that is my way um it's the only practice i've ever found that's just foolproof in keeping me moving forward in a positive direction mhm that's no matter yeah. how bad things get Absolutely. That's powerful. And it does. It like it, as you say, it gets that energy moving and, uh, gets you on a path that's constructive and, and going forward instead of just staying stuck in, you know, uh, depression or feeling like you're not, like you're not getting anywhere. And, you know, when you're telling that story, Melinda, I'm thinking too that, and, and I'll just put this out there and you tell me what, what it was like for you, but it, it, it almost sounds like because you, these things that you said in some sense defined you were gone or changed, I'm guessing you had to find a deeper sense of your identity. I don't know. Did you experience that or how would you say that? Absolutely. I had to, um, I had to realize that I was not my job. And I was not, um, I was not my family. I was not my house. I was not my whatever the things that had been. I was not my friendships. Um, that I was, you know, that there's something deeper that is this unique thing called Melinda. Um, that and that there is a reason. I think that was the big thing for me to go. And there's a reason for me to be here. And it's not about all these outward things. And the other thing I think I learned really, really strongly was that all of these were things not only did, that I used had used to define myself unknowingly probably at the time, but there were things I held on to as, you know, this is mine. This helps me feel safe. At least I always will have this. And, you know, when those things are taken away, it it makes you, you know, that's sort of the inside out thing. When you're holding on to the things that disappear, you're never safe. And when you learn to hold on to what is eternal, which is the spirit within yourself and the spirit within the universe, the spirit of God, um, then is the only time that you're truly safe when you're holding on to what's eternal. Because what isn't eternal always will change. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I know that you have um, some music called All is Grace. 
and we're going to hear that in just a moment. Would you share with us uh, how it how you came to write this? Because it's certainly an outpicturing of what you've been, just been sharing with us about when things are difficult. Anything else you yeah, can tell us about writing this I, song? I actually wrote that during a time when I was sort of in the middle of that uh, that hailstorm of <laughs> of loss and uncertainty, and I was actually I think I was giving a talk on grace. And I went into a meditation a few days before and just as I often do when I know that I'm going to be speaking about a subject or writing about a subject, just sort of make the suggestion to myself when I sit down that, um, you know, I'm open to, I'm open to the grace of the moment. I'm open to, um, any words given to me, any wisdom that I can, that I would be able to share. And that's kind of what came through to me in that meditation is that it's grace is everywhere. It's all around me. It's not grace is it's not only grace when it goes my way. It's grace all the time. My job is to acknowledge that is to find it because it's not always easy to see. But when I can't see it, it's it's not that it's not there. It's that I've got blinders on or I'm wearing my dark glasses. Um, So it's up to me to acknowledge that it's grace. And even, I truly believe this at this stage in my life, that if it's not just immediately good, then it is for my good. I will mm-hmm. eventually learn something, find something um, in the experience that will serve me and help me grow and make me a more loving um and more deeply connected human being and divine being. And so um, when I can look at grace in that way, that it's all grace, it's either good right now where I can see it and feel it, or it's for my good. And I will understand at some point the ways that it has effect, has, has positively affected me. That's wonderful. Well, we're just going to hear that in a moment, but when we'll, we'll close out Spirit of Recovery, um, with your beautiful song, All is Grace. But, um, again, I just want to share before we hear that song and before we close out that my guest today is Reverend Melinda Wood Allen. Uh, she is a wonderful award-winning singer and songwriter. She is an ordained New Thought minister. She uh, speaks all around and, and continues to create her beautiful music. And, um, you can find out more about her and her work and her music at www.melindawoodallen.com. So, Melinda, you've shared with us some really powerful insights and some wonderful practical spiritual growth tools today and surely uh, shared with us so deeply from your own life and experience. And you've touched my heart, and I know you've made a difference for everybody that's listening. So thanks for being my guest today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Anna. I appreciate your asking me. You betcha. So we're going to close out Spirit of Recovery in just a moment here with um, Melinda Wood Allen's All is Grace. And I want to thank all you for listening today. And may you be blessed and feel that grace and gratitude and let that abundance flow into your world. So here we go. All is Grace by Melinda Wood Allen. above me grace from below 
Grace deep within me, grace is all I know. Grace from the heavens, grace from the earth, grace is all around me, everywhere I turn. All is Listening to Spirit of Recovery with Reverend Anna Schaus, PhD, and her guests. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time for down to earth ideas about keeping spirituality at the heart of your recovery. This program is brought to you in part by Soul Matters Ministry, committed to bringing light to the soul. Online at soulmatters spiritworks.org. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify. Spotify.